0: Lamentable was how these proceedings were described. I'm James Dapperchee, and this is Coffee on a Case Note. So, guys, we find ourselves in a position where the Court of Appeal is considering uh, a set of proceedings that it has decided to describe using that adjective. How did we get here? Right. We have various claims made. One strand of these claims is brought by a plaintiff bringing defamation proceedings. You know what defamation proceedings are? It's when someone essentially tells uh, mean lies about you in public. We can talk about defamation another time. But in essence... The plaintiff, the person making the claim, who brings these proceedings against a large number of defendants does so as part of a whole range of disputes that the defamation proceedings are summarily dismissed when they come before the court in first instance, which means they're dismissed straight away without a final hearing, and that court makes an order that that plaintiff is not to complain again, not to claim again in relation to those publications without the leave of the court. So, essentially, that plaintiff is told by the court, nah, you can't go ahead with your defamation, and if you try again, you need to get our permission first. So, it makes the defamation claim really difficult. Now, what the plaintiff says, probably feels, is that um, she still wants to press this claim, and so, she seeks leave to appeal to the Court of Appeal. Now the reason you need to seek leave in some circumstances and in this particular point is because those orders made were interlocutory. We speak about interlocutory orders regularly. Interlocutory orders are in short made before the very final determination of the proceedings. So she says I would like to seek leave to appeal this dismissal order and to appeal this other order preventing me from pressing my defamation claim, because obviously she wants to go and press the claim. Now, Court of Appeal, grants leave, okay? The proceedings we're discussing today are an application made by the respondents, who are the defendants, so they're the people who the claim is being made against. They say, yeah, all right, first, we want security for costs. Security for costs, as I Do I expect you'll know that? Maybe I expect you'll know. (laughs) As I expect you'll know, um, is um, a sum that might be paid into court or by way of some other guarantee or security. Essentially, there's going to be some money to call on if there is a cost order in favour of the other party. So if you've got a plaintiff who is pressing a claim and you're worried that plaintiff might not have enough money to pay your costs if you win... Then you say, wait, 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 I want security for my costs before we keep fighting. That's what happened here. So we're in the Court of Appeal, and the respondents, the defendants say, wait, 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 before we go on with the appeal, we want security for costs. Now, why why would they be seeking that? Uh, Firstly, our plaintiff is an undischarged bankrupt. (laughs) Secondly, there are a significant number of cost orders that are outstanding that the defendants, the respondents have against the plaintiff against the appellant, And there's a little sub-issue there. A number of those cost orders are in these same defamation proceedings. And so essentially they say, look, (laughs) there's every reason for us to expect that if we win and we expect we will, um, that, that there won't be enough money there to pay our legal costs and so we should get security. It is not the easiest argument to make in the Court of Appeal. The reason for that is to get security for costs in a court of appeal, you need to show that you've satisfied special circumstances. Not merely that the other side's poor, essentially. You've got to show more. To dive into the facts a little deeper, and I might, in fact, why don't I give away the ending? The ending is that. The poor old respondents didn't end up getting security for costs. The application was dismissed. Now, why was it dismissed? Why weren't the circumstances special? Well, for two broad reasons. Firstly, if the application was granted or if there was a requirement that the plaintiff provide security for the appeal costs, then um, it would have the effect of stultifying her claim. Essentially, she just stopped. She didn't have any money. She wouldn't be able to pay it into court and so she wouldn't be able to press the claim and that would essentially grind her whole claim to a halt in circumstances where leave to appeal had been granted remember we spoke earlier about leave to appeal there was obviously some prospect of her appeal getting up and the judge in our decision wasn't prepared to essentially say that it was wrong to grant leave at this stage wasn't prepared to say all right the case stops now because the effect of requiring security for costs from someone who has no money is to essentially stop the proceedings. So the effect of the security for cost application would be to stultify, to stop that claim in proceedings where it seemed there were real prospects of the appeal getting up, or some prospects of the appeal getting up. The other issue is time. Now, as some of you know in defamation, there's a real short limitation period. Many of you would deal with, yeah, six years-ish or, year, sure, you, you know, different lengths of time for some other claims as well. In defamation, one year. So what the Court of Appeal also said was, look, this appeal was lodged a significant number of months ago. The application for leave was a number of months ago. Um, defendants, what you could have done is you could have made an application that leave for appeal only be granted if security for costs was paid. You didn't do that. Um, you were a bit slow, and so while acknowledging it could be a bit of a disappointing outcome and bearing in mind the stultifying issue we spoke about before, the court came to the view that the special circumstances required to get security for costs in the Court of Appeal were not met in this case. So we've got some respondents who have got a fight on their hands in the Court of Appeal and we've got a plaintiff uh, who is ready to knuckle up and march on for her next one. I hope that quick tour through the Court of Appeal, uh, not quite so quick looking at the time, I hope that um, tour through the Court of Appeal um, was of value to you. I've been sketched out a couple of little points there about leave, uh, about security for costs, and I look forward to speaking with you again for another coffee and another case note real soon. Cheers.